Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to morning worship. Um, it is lovely to see Tamara back with us again this morning. And uh, just for a brief moment there, it was lovely to see Alan. So I don't know whether Alan will appear back on the screen again or whether we'll just be hearing your voice, Alan, but it was just yes. to see you. Um, we are all very welcome, whether we're here in vision or not. Our service this morning will be led by our minister, Katrina, and we'll also hear the voices of Esan, Emma, Leo, and Holly. We'll be singing along with ourselves as usual, and as well as Paul on keyboard, we'll be hearing solos from Alan and from Grace. Then at 7 p.m. this evening, the Baptist Union of Scotland will be hosting their latest live prayer broadcast, and that's on facebook.com forward slash Scottish Baptist forward slash live. Uh, just a wee quick query from Sunday School. Emma's asked me to thank those who've already returned the Sunday School survey, but if you haven't done that yet, um, the Sunday School staff would be really grateful if you could return it this week, please. We'll gather again in this way uh, next Sunday morning at 11 a.m. for worship, but again, until then, if there is anything that you need, you know just to get in touch. These are all our notices. Thank you, Anne. It's great to be back with you. It was uh, lovely to have a couple of Sundays away uh, to go and visit some other churches, at least uh, virtually. But there's nothing like coming back home, is there? So it's great to be with you again this morning. Our call to worship is actually three very short extracts from scriptures. God said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Jesus said to his followers, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And the Apostle Paul wrote these words, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and thanksgiving, bring your requests to God. And the peace of God, which is beyond human understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Today, we will be honouring children, young people and school teachers. And we do so as we worship the God who promises to be with us in the whole of life. And so we will sing along of ourselves, Lord of our growing years.
So we're going to come to God in prayer and as is our great tradition here, as after I've led us in a reasonably short prayer, we are invited to join together in the Lord's Prayer in the language, in the version that feels the most normal and natural. And as we do so, we connect our voices with those of other Christians in other places and indeed other times. So let's pray together. We come to you, the God of all the ages, present before time, active within time, creating, redeeming and sustaining. We come to you, Jesus, God with us, conceived in the womb of a young woman, born to peasant parents, in the outpost of an empire, fleeing for refuge to another nation, growing up in the obscurity of a northern town, eagerly learning your faith story, your heritage, and then living it so radically that it changed the whole of history. We come to you, Spirit, wisdom of God, transforming chaos into creativity, encouraging and empowering, inspiring and enthusing, enabling us to recognise our true identity as beloved children of the living God, as siblings in Christ and so to learn and grow, blossom and flourish as we fulfil that potential. This day, at the start of the new school year, reassure us of your presence with us and strengthen us for whatever the coming days will bring. These things we pray in the name of Jesus who showed us how to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, 1 to 8. There is a right time for everything, and everything on earth will happen at the right time. There is a time to be born, and a time to die. There is a time to plant and a time to pull up plants. There is a time to kill and a time to heal. There is a time to destroy and a time to build. There is a time to cry and a time to laugh. There is a time to be sad and a time to dance with joy. There is a time to throw weapons down and the time to pick them up. 
There is a time to hug someone and a time to stop holding so tightly. There is a time to look for something and a time to consider its loss. There is a time to keep things and a time to throw things away. There is a time to tear cloth and a time to sew it. There is a time to be silent and a time to speak. There is a time to love and a time to hate. There is a time to war and a time for peace. Thank you, Ethan. One of the great joys for us here at Hillhead is that we have contact with a lot of children and young people. And it's probably fair to say that during lockdown, we've actually had contact with more children and more young people than we would had we met face to face. This week, I asked those, um, or a number of our children and parents, if they would be willing to send to me uh, a photograph of themselves and a few thoughts um, about returning to school. And I'm going to share that with you now as a PowerPoint, all being well. Um, I'm also going to read the words because I'm conscious we have a couple of people on telephone for whom visual is of absolutely zero value whatsoever. Um, but for those on the telephone, there will be um, some fairly long pauses when we, we have the photographs in front of us. So this is what some of our children and young people have shared with us this week. My name is Esther. I'm five years old. I go to Westerton Primary School. The thing I like best about school is playing with my friends. I feel happy to go back to school. My name is David. I am three years and 11 months old. I go to Westerton Nursery School. The thing I like best is playing in the garden with my friends. I feel happy to go back to nursery. My name is Bonnie. I am eight years old. I go to Hillhead Primary School and I will be in P4. I'm excited about school and seeing my friends again. My name is Ailey. I'm 13 years old and I attend Douglas Academy. I enjoy the various opportunities we get in the music school. For example, listening, playing in concerts. I don't like how lots of the lessons are just revising and explaining something we learned in primary school. It's nice going back so we can pick up a normal routine, although it's sad there's not really anything they can do about social distancing. My name is Bardia. I am eight years old. I will be in P4 at school. The thing I like best about school is after school club and mathematics. One thing I don't like is number work. How I feel about going back is I'm very shy to see my friends as I have not seen them in a very long time. My name is Benjamin and I am eight years old. I will be in P7 at school. The thing I like best about school is gym time and mathematics. One thing I don't like is history. 
How I feel about going back is I'm nervous as it's too long since I was with my friends. My name is Freya. I'm 16 years old. I go to Shawlands Academy. What I like best about school is English and languages. What I don't like about school is having to get up early and the SQA. I'm looking forward to seeing people again and getting to study the subjects I love in sixth year. My name is Sarah. I'm 14 years old. I go to Shawlands Academy. What I like best about school is art and learning new things. What I don't like about school is exams, PE and German. I'm looking forward to going back to school to see people again, although I am a bit nervous. And there are a number of other children and young people who are part of or linked to our church. And today, especially, we're thinking of Nikan, Nikia, Kurt, Layla, Owen, Ethan, Jensen, Casper, Idris, Michael, Bobby Lee, Joanna, Aaron, and Naomi. And so for our children, we pray. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. you have a really good memory you may recall that around about this time last year we did a blessing of backpacks service and we put a little tag on the backpack of all of our children and young people and and even the students as they prepared to go back to studying 
bit tricky to do that when we are scattered in uh, 50 different locations at least. So what I've did this year is the children who we see reasonably regularly and the young people we see reasonably regularly, I posted out to them a symbolic present and said, please don't open it until Sunday service. So, and I've seen all these children wonderfully on screen, just waiting to rip open these envelopes that arrived through the post. So now's the moment you can open them. You know those envelopes you've been waiting for so patiently. And yeah, so there's a big envelope and, and uh, inside, um, I think there's possibly little envelopes as well. So it's a bit of a faff to get this open. And hopefully there's one for each person in each house. If, if there's two of you in one house, there should be two little envelopes inside the big one. And if it's not, well, I'm really sorry. It just means I messed up totally. But inside you'll find a rather strange collection of things. One thing you will find, and perhaps if you can find it, you could hold this up to, towards the camera so people can see it, is a cardboard star. And the cardboard star says on it, you shine like a star and your name. So you shine like a star, Esther, David, Freya, Sarah, Nikan, Nikia, and the people off screen that I can't see. If you've got a good memory, again, you'll remember a few weeks ago, we, we thought about stars and how the Bible says to us that we shine like stars in the sky. And I want you to hold on to that promise as you go back to school with all those mix of feelings that you are stars and you shine. That's what that little star is about. You've probably, and hopefully if I got this right, all got a round gold sticker. Can you show those to the uh, grown-ups? Thank you, Esther. That's brilliant. I can see that one and a few others are popping up. Why gold? Why round? Why a sticker? Well, basically, because that's what I had in the cupboard. But gold is a sign of something that's really precious, isn't it? And you are really precious to us and you are really precious to God, every single one of you. And round things don't have an end. Um, one of the symbols we use when we talk about wedding rings is that they're circular and they remind us that love never has an end. It doesn't beginning, it doesn't end. So there's a bit of that in there. But also gold medals are awarded to champions. And every single one of you is a champion to us and a champion to God. So when you need a bit of encouragement one day, get your gold sticker out and, and stick it on something. You should also have a little wooden heart. Um, some people might recognise the hearts, they're left over from the cards we did a while back. A heart is a symbol of love. But wooden hearts are quite fragile, quite breakable. So it reminds us that actually our hearts can easily be hurt. We can easily be hurt and, and damaged too by unkindness. So mostly it's to remind you that we love you and that God loves you. But there's also a little reminder in there that we need to love each other, to be kind to each other, because sometimes it's difficult. Hopefully you also have a teeny tiny notebook and a pencil. And on the pencil, it says Jesus loves me and, and the notebooks have all got different pictures on the front. So that's a pencil is just another reminder that Jesus loves you. And the notebook, well, it's up to you what you do with it. You might want to write a little message in it. You might want to draw in it. You might want to do anything you like with it. It's yours to do with as you wish. 
But what I want you to do is promise me to do as you as you go back to school and back to college and, and, and back to nursery is to hold on to those promises that you shine like a star. that You are precious and loved. And that however you feel, happy, sad, scared, excited, or any mix of those, God is with you and loves you. And that our prayers for you are around you, like that circle that doesn't have a beginning and doesn't have an end. We also in our church have a number of school teachers. And this is where I, I could have got this awfully wrong. I counted to four people who I know are active as school teachers, and they also received a little gift, hopefully. Uh, this week which it said please wait till the service to open I'm not going to make them show it to the camera um, but it's a little daft thing it's a recipe for teachers and that comes with our love as well and just to remind you as teachers that we hold you in our prayers and our thoughts at this time as you go back to school which is not going to be the same as it was last year but it, we know that you will do an amazing job because you too are stars you too are loved you too are champions and so with those thoughts in mind, let's sing one of my uh, favourite rather silly songs. God's people aren't super brave superheroes. A reading from Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 1 to 9. 
These are the commands, the laws and the rules that the Lord your God told me to teach you. Obey these laws in the land that you are entering to live in. You and your descendants must respect the Lord your God as long as you live. You must obey all his laws and commands that I give you. If you do this, you will have a long life in that new land. Israelites, listen carefully and obey these laws. Then everything will be fine with you. You will have many children and you will get the land filled with many good things, just as the Lord, the God of your ancestors, promised. Listen, people of Israel. The Lord is our God. The Lord is the only God. You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Always remember these commands that I give you today. Be sure to teach them to your children. Talk about these commands when you sit in your house and when you walk on the road. Talk about them when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them on your hands and wear them on your foreheads to help you remember my teachings. Write them on the doorposts of your houses and on your gates. The second reading is from Luke 2. Every year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Passover festival. When Jesus was 12 years old, they went to the festival as usual. When the festival was over, they went home. But Jesus stayed in Jerusalem. His parents did not know about it. They traveled for a whole day thinking that Jesus was with them in the group. They began looking for him among their family and close friends, but they did not find him. So they went back to Jerusalem to look for him there. After three days, they found him. Jesus was sitting in the temple area with the religious teachers, listening and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and wise answers. When his parents saw him, they wondered how this was possible. And his mother said, Son, why did you do this to us? Your father and I were very worried about you. We have been looking for you. Jesus said to them, Why did you have to look for me? You should have known that I must be where my father's work is. But they did not understand the meaning of what he said to them. Jesus went to them to Nazareth and obeyed them. His mother was still thinking about all these things. As Jesus grew taller, he continued to grow in wisdom. God was pleased with him, and so were the people who knew him.
listening to that beautiful piece of music I found myself transported back to the school hall at Wootton County Primary School in Northampton and an eight-year-old Katrina learning that prayer. Didn't sing it as beautifully as that but uh, we sang it when I was at primary school. It's probably fair to say and politicians of all hues would seem to agree with this that the reopening of schools is the most significant and most important change in what we've been allowed to do since lockdown began in March. And we've already heard a little bit from our children and young people about the mix of feelings they have as they go back to school and nursery. That blend of excitement and nervousness, the things that they like and the things that they don't like things that might be the same and things that might be quite different. And so it seemed right this morning to try and pick up on some of that as we reflected on the scriptures. And I've picked three readings which we've heard and I want to share very briefly just a few thoughts for each of them. We start off with that beautiful poetry in the book of Ecclesiastes. And I think because it's so beautiful and because it pairs things in opposite, something that's happy, that's something that's sad. So we have life and death, we have gathering and we have scattering. It's very easy to lose sight of the fact that what it actually tells us is that life happens. Life happens in all its diversity. It is, as other people have said, a rich tapestry. And these things don't necessarily happen in a neat opposite pattern. It's not necessary that you're either happy or you're sad. You may be a bit of both at the same time. And I think the question that the writer of Ecclesiastes really asks us to ponder is, well, okay, life happens, but what am I supposed to do about it? How do I respond to this complicated blend of experiences and emotions. It doesn't really give us an answer. We have to look elsewhere to try and find anything that might help us, I think. I actually think the story of Jesus going to the temple at the age of 12 might actually speak into that. And that might surprise you, but it's kind of where I went with it this week. Let's just remind ourselves of the outline of the story. It's a family that they set off on a journey they do every year. And probably it's the highlight. Maybe this is the holiday, if you like, that they go on each year. And this year, something is different. Their eldest son, around about 12 years of age, on the brink of adulthood, 
is permitted to go off on his own. He doesn't have to stay with the family. And I'm sure he's excited about this. He can go where he wants, he can do what he wants, he can choose how he will spend his time. I presume in the evenings the family came back together and they shared their stories of what they've been up to during the day, but he enjoyed a lot of freedom. And it's only at the end of that, that time in Jerusalem that things take an unexpected turn because the family set off to go home. And they travel all day and it comes to evening time and perhaps they've started to cook dinner and then they realise their son's not with them. And so they ask around, is he with you? No, he's not. Is he with you? No, he's not. And, and you can feel the tension. You can feel the anxiety. What on earth is going on? Where is he? And there is a mixture of annoyance, isn't there? That, you know, they trusted him and he's just gone and done his own thing. But there's also fear that he might be lost, that he might be injured, that he might be hurt. Who knows what might have happened to him? And so they rush back to Jerusalem. And we're told it takes them three long days to find him. Now, that's probably just nights and neatly to match the three days of the tomb at the end of the story. But let's not worry too much about how long it is. They have to look for this son. They go all over the place, everywhere they can think of. And finally, they go back to the temple. And there he is. And he's had a whale of a time. He's sitting there talking to all these educated people, asking the questions he's always wanted to ask about faith and life and how he holds it together. <laughs> and then his mum and dad barge in and they're cross. How could you do this to us, says his mum. How could you? We've been so worried, so frightened. And then with that way of teenage assurance and the confidence of youth. He just said, well, that's obvious, isn't it? I was going to be here. Where else would I be? I have to be in my dad's house. And as I thought about that story this week, I found myself seeing it almost with fresh eyes, that both Mary and Jesus use the word father. And although we normally hear it as it's different, that he, Mary is talking about Joseph and Jesus is talking about God, it's the same word, father. Your dad's been worried. Will I be in my dad's house? And that made me think, actually, does God feel that anxiety? Does God have a little pit of the stomach moment when we seem to be going off and, and can't be found and can't be doing things? Is God a little bit anxious as we are allowed to grow and develop and, and be free human beings, just as Joseph and Mary were anxious and, and a bit concerned as they let Jesus go off on his own. I like to think that, yeah, actually, if God really is a, a true parent, then God experiences those feelings too. And anybody who wants to take me up on impassibility and immutability outside of today is fine, but I think I believe in a God who has feelings. And I think, yeah, you know what? When God gives us freedom, that's quite an anxious time for God. Just as when God entrusted Jesus to Mary and Joseph, and watched as Mary and Joseph trusted Jesus to go and explore on his own, that must have been really quite a worrying time for God. And then lastly, that little passage from Deuteronomy, which is centred on the the, the law and the commandments and the Shema to love God, to love your neighbour and love yourself. 
but actually there's something else I want to pick up within that. It's the idea of talking and communication. It says to the, 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 the people, talk about these things all the time. Talk about them around the breakfast table. Talk around them around the dinner table. When you go out for a walk, chat about them. What I think we can draw from that is the need for us to really talk with each other. Not just go, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How was your day at school? Yeah, it was all right. And I get that's tricky with teenagers because they're quite good at their, yeah, we're fine. Not conversation. But actually, it's about real deep conversations, isn't it? It's not that big talk. It's not the talk about reproduction or race or religion or whatever. It's an ongoing conversation that says, you know what, actually, today's been difficult. Today, I, I felt bad about this, or today I was anxious about the other. Or actually, wow, today was amazing. Do you know what I learned in French or German or what we did in PE or, or whatever it was? We build those relationships that just become part of our everyday. And, and some people are good at that. Some people are not so good at it. And, and I think it's perhaps, if I'm honest, come into sharp relief for me because, you know, I, I live in a house with two cats. So that's who most of my conversations happen with. But where we have opportunity to talk about stuff, let's talk about it. And of course, that does mean that sometimes we get cross with each other. Of course, it means that sometimes we misunderstand. And of course, we don't have all the answers because we are just people. But actually, we begin to deepen the relationships and to make for ourselves and for each other the places that we can explore, ask the questions, grow and flourish. I wonder if you can remember the words we started the service with. God said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. Don't be terrified. Don't be discouraged because I'm with you. Jesus said to his followers a time when they faced something new and unexpected, when they were frightened and confused, I'm with you always to the very end of the age. And the Apostle Paul, writing to believers in a time when many of them were persecuted for who they were, when many of them were being thrown out of communities of which they were part, he said, the Lord is near. Don't be anxious and God will give you a peace that you can't understand because God is there with you. So however it feels today about going back to school, whether you're a teacher or a pupil or to going back to nursery or whatever else we might be going back to, whatever life brings our way, whoever we are, wherever we are, when we get it right, and perhaps especially when we get it wrong, God is with us and God loves us and we better believe it. Thanks, Paul.
having been totally disinterested for the rest of the service, my cat has just decided to come over and yell at me. So if you can hear some slightly angry cat noises, that's, um, I've, I don't know what I've done. Um, our prayers for others this morning are mainly taken from this little book that just arrived in my house this week which is the Wild Goose Resource Group Voices Out of Lockdown, which um, contains some prayers and poems that were written um, since March, um, which is, it's amazing that they got out so quickly. Let us pray. Take a breath. God, our maker, you shaped humanity and breathed life into your creation. Generation after generation, you bring us into being and breathe life into us, your children. You see all that is good in us. Take a breath. And we see how good it is. Good that we can live full and fulfilled lives. Good when there is fullness of life for all, for each of your children. Food and shelter, fresh air and health. Take a breath. but we see that things are far from good when our chances of life are so unequal. When those who care for others are at such risk. When lies from powerful people take our breath away. When cruelty seems an everyday occurrence. When good people are taken before their time and we ask, where are you, God? Take a breath. Jesus, our brother, sharing our human lives. This week, we pray for our children, young people and their parents as they go back to school. We know that there is so much more bundled together with going back to school this year. Nerves about seeing friends after a long time. Excitement about getting back to normal. Perhaps anger at the SQA. We pray for teachers who have worked so hard during lockdown in unseen and uncelebrated ways. We pray for refreshment as they return to face-to-face -to -face teaching. Be with them in their hard work, their nerves, their caution, their joy, as they advocate for their students and for themselves. Holy Spirit, help us to remember that you are with us in all of our tangled mess of feelings. 
take a breath. In our congregation this week, we pray for Neil and Faye, for Graham and Margaret, for Sheila, for Liz and Douglas, for John, for Heather, for Anne and Brian. We give thanks for each one of them and all that they give to our church. In the Baptist Union of Scotland this week, we pray for Jenny Wilson as she becomes more involved in the communication work for the union, as well as continuing her role as PA to the General Director. And for Irvin, Isla, Johnson and Kelso Baptist Churches, four very different churches, each finding its own way to serve you and each other during these strange times. This week, BMS invites us to pray for their work in India. We give thanks especially for the work of the Christian Medical College Hospital and for the BMS-supported street servant ministries providing education for homeless children. Jesus, you accompany us at each stage of our lives with deep compassion and anger at injustice. Take a breath. Holy Spirit, encourager, you are there in the care home, in the hospital ward, behind the counter, behind the mask, when we're lost for words or overwhelmed by them. As we get on with our lives, and in the loneliness of lockdown. Take a breath. You inspire us with the goodness of our neighbours, with gifts to serve the good of all, with the oxygen of hope and a love that is life-giving. Take a breath. God with us in every breath. Amen. Thank you.
travel on from here with lightness of spirit, joyful hope, confident faith and deepened love. And may our God, parent, child and comforter, travel with us from the old to the new, our whole lives long. Thank you.